The flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. season the membership microwave of Starburns from Richmond is here and I'm joined by Mr. Moral Victory from St Kilda Cookson. Uh, how are we all? Returning again after a couple of um, near misses over the past few weeks the Mayor of East Geelong Teach. Hello. The star of season two of Netflix's Making a Murderer from Collingwood Morgan Ashley Hello. and bounced up off the rookie list again North's best youngster Northern Lights. Hello. He's, he's just been dragged in because he's Morg's girlfriend, boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right place, right time. So we'll begin with Gore Tears, and well, who wants to go first? We're still mostly losers this week, but I've got to say I have goo this week. Surprisingly, do go on. Go on. Yeah, where did you get that goo from? You fucking well, last on the ladder. Whoever says has to do with football, the English cricket team choked spectacularly once again, proving once again they are fucking pathetic at international support. So there's goo. What is it with you, St Kilda supporters, and loving the West Indies winning? And there's Plugger. Yeah, Plugger wants to buff them all. Yeah, that's a bit weird. What's going on with that? It's mostly just Plugger, but Cookie's clearly on the wagon too, so... Yeah, but fucking so I mean, it was funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And the, my favourite part about it is the only team to beat the West Indies at the World T20 was Afghanistan. That's like winning uh, the premiership uh, this uh, year uh. and getting done by Essendon or Carlton. All right, come on, Cookie. There's your goo. What about your tears? No, no, we, we only pick one, Teach. Tears will be later for three weeks, and he's, up, he's so he not up to speed. Teach needs a run in the twos, I think. <laughs> off the North podcast. I've played, I've played in the twos most of my life. Yeah, so who wants to go next? All right, so got a little bit of goo for Hawkins kicking that 50-metre soccer goal, but we lost, so, you know, it was... Just not that big a deal. That was such a lazy fat guy effort. Instead of bending over to pick it up and trying to run with the ball, he just flung the boot at it and it went through. Yeah, well, fuck, that's what I would have done. Fair enough. Let's go next. I think we could preempt Morgs as one. So, NL, do you want to go next? Ooh, geez, nothing really goo-worthy about North's game. We just did what we had to do. So I'll probably go tears with Melbourne fucking it up again and just letting those cunts win a game. Just like, how do you just keep monumentally fucking up like this? Just when everyone thinks they're about to turn the page and then they go and let everyone down by losing to... Top-ups. Like, like I said last week, exactly. Aren't like they? Aren't they just a 
bunch of shitbag losing pricks. They beat the Giants, but really, it's the same old Melbourne. But they were talking themselves up over oh, like the Nat Cup and shit. Yeah. So. Well, this was their first loss Jeez. of the year. A lot of teams reverted to history this week, but Melbourne probably in the most disgraceful fashion of everybody. I don't know. You were pretty bad. No, but we didn't. We didn't lose the top ups. We were just bad. There's a difference between being bad and being Melbourne still. There would have been like a dozen suicides in the MCC after that game. Because yeah, they, uh, they would have turned up to. They would have turned up because the preemptive bandwagon was rolling. Oh, they're friggin' shit. They are just hopeless. Can I go now? Yeah, you can. Goo, giant, massive amounts of Alex Fasolo. Goo, whole cup fools on the boundary line. Absolutely fantastic game by Alex. And I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. He'll be in the All-Australian spot. He still won't. There's one game. Oh, remember. bullshit. It's not one game, you <laughs> fucking morons. It's uh, not one game. He hasn't just played one good game. He will continue to do this. The penny has dropped and Alex Fasolo has arrived. Like it or not, I was right. So, so he played well last week too? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm just... It was a genuine question. I didn't, if they don't didn't survive say. last week, he won't survive this week. On, oh, on man, you're fucked. You... <laughs> You're cutting across for solo. You are in big trouble, man. No, I, I, I was. I don't mind him. I was just asking him if he played well last week because in an I, eighty point loss, surely no one. Could, I yeah. think that's the point. Oh, Chalor played well last week, but I didn't think I'd make him like that. Was a bit obvious, but it was. Close. He's, a, he's a toss bag. He's no good. Oh, you're right. He's no good. Terrible player. Because <laughs> toss bags have never been good players before. Your whole team's full of toss bags that are good players. Well, all of your good, good players point. are toss bags. So shut up. Good. Don't tell me to shut up, bitch. Shut up, bitch. And mine, I've got tears, obviously, and it could have gone so many ways, but <laughs> tears for Trent Cotchin. We found him, but maybe he should have stayed hiding because... You go it. riding on the horses, baby. They're still not words to the song. Yeah, he was ineffectual for most of the game, but it was... 38 times ineffectual. Has he replaced Tom Rockcliffe as the most ineffective mid? No, because no. he was at least good once upon a time. And this, this is the thing that shits me. The moment the game, like, people want to point to all these other things, and Vickery's fuck-up was pretty bad too, but the worst of them all was... Oh, Jesus, Vickery! Worst moment of all was Cochin had it on the half-back flank, and it so it just so happened to be right in front of me. You know, and this is what shits me about, and this is a, this is a coaching thing, this is a Damien Hardwick thing. The players don't arrive at Richmond like this. They get hard-wicked. But the first instinct is now to go sideways and this is what he did he did it and it led to Fasolo's goal where they kicked it to Taylor Hunt who you know every time the ball he would touch the ball he turned it over um didn't even have to take possession it led to Fasolo's second last one I think but it was Cochin going sideways when he had second last but I'll call it fifth (laughs) and he had players down the line free and it's just that and it was just that sort of shit and those ineffectual disposals and even when he had it poor decision making and it just yeah Rockcliffe might be the least effective midfielder but Cochin might just be the least effective captain. Could not lead a horse to water. Even if he rode it. <laughs> You've been a bit harsh there. No, I'm not. Absolutely. Yeah, the only person on that ground that showed any form of leadership is Jack Rewalt, and they absolutely refused to put him in a leadership group. 
if they're going to continue yeah. to deny who their one leader is, then that is, they deserve to be whacked at every opportunity. Pretty much. And Revolt also happened to be the one who stood up in the final too last year. And pretty much he was that, the only one that even came close to saving the game for you when he was in the back line and spoiled. Mm. Jack gets a hell of a whack whenever he does something wrong, but he needs to be acknowledged as the only player that you have at the moment that's showing any leadership. Well, it sound, sounds like Morgs needs to replace um, Hardwick as the coach. <laughs> Oh, I could. No, I don't want for solo at Richmond. I wouldn't give you for solo. But <laughs> You're going to meet Malthouses. Anyway, let's go to that game. And yes, I did mention there were teams reverting to historical types, and Richmond did that in just finding new ways to lose in heartbreaking circumstances. But this time it was, you know, with the deliberate out of bounds and the Brody Grundy snap and just all those fuck-ups. Those are new fuck-ups, but it's still the same result. It's... Absolutely heartbreaking to lose a game like that. It was infuriating. There are games like that when you're that bad and you nearly sneak away, but it gets pinched at the end like that. Well, we had a whole season like that. You did have a whole season like that. <laughs> try, try having a whole season of it. I don't want to tempt fate, but short of losing to Essendon, this would be the membership microwaving game of the year. But, you know, we'll probably find a way to top it now that I've said that. But this was that game where everything that could go wrong in every single worst way could go wrong. And it was a stinker of a game for three quarters because Neither team was, oh, it was good for three quarters. It was so boring. It was so lackluster in every way. It didn't get good until everyone got tired. And then the last quarter just became magnificent. I picked a man up. I lifted him off his feet. I dropped him twice. He was on a walking stick. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I read that in the thread. What are you doing bashing a fucking old bloke? And he wasn't old. He wasn't old. He was just obviously injured. You didn't but, say oh, crutches well. for life, did you? No, not this time. <laughs> crutches for life. That would be best. No, sometimes not old people use walking sticks. I'm going to say that most of the Richmond players are complete cowards. I mean, they should have iced the game, but they didn't. That's a severe fuck-up from the coaches and... As I says, Hardwick should have been sacked. I mean, he's just—he's a spud coach. He's a terrible coach. And the fact that his players can come off the ground, be interviewed afterwards and say they didn't know what the coaches expected of them in that moment, that's just diabolical. If you don't know what you should be doing and how you should be icing the clock, then what the fuck are you doing? David Asprey admitted that. So. I mean, Collingwood looked pretty decent. I mean, they still have some pretty good players. I mean, Trelaw's just a gun. And he was probably right about Richmond. Oh, please. He went and played for them and they still only beat us by a point. Boy dog's logic. It doesn't matter whether he was right or not. What wasn't right is for Cochin to have a go at him with eight minutes to go. What a fucking mong. What no. an idiot. Oh, wait, wait. Cochin tried to actually do something on field. I don't believe you. When you kicked a goal, Cochin went up to him and said, oh, you weren't right this time, blah, blah, blah. And then after the game, Trelaw went up to him and said, you went a bit too early and patted him on the head and walked off. The fact that, that Koch just stood there and took that from another player and to be talked down to like that is just... Oh, you're a pissant. What an absolute pissant. There's not much you can do after the game. but No, like... there isn't. You can't really start anything after a game, but you could do a Stevie J and tell him to fuck off um, when Crowley tried to shake cut it on game. the head and then just walk away like, uh, you're a dickhead. Well, I think Collingwood have got a really good list, but they're young, so they're going to be up and down. They're going to grab teams when you don't expect them to do that. They're not going to win the flag, but you know they're, they're going to build up because they're young players. They're really good, and they're going to come, but it's not this year, maybe next. Yeah, but I think, and just a little slap on the back to Darcy Moore for 
taking initiative and not having a shot at goal when he wouldn't have kicked it. Fasolo would have taken a shot. Fasolo would have taken a shot and kicked seven and won us the game off his own boot, which he did win the game off his own boot anyway. But to put it to the right spot and somehow having Pendlebury there to bring the ball to ground and Grundy crumb it, fantastic. Funny. But I did mention that, once again, there's a theme here, same old things, and same old Collingwood fans. Yeah, you can't have a racist controversy, basically, in the AFL without it being Collingwood at the centre of it, so we'll go to the Stop the Mosques campaign. How disgusting. They should just fuck them off out of football. We don't need them. No. Whoever put up that sign, whoever brought it in, not one person that is associated with that should be allowed to attend an AFL game ever. That is disgusting. I didn't see it. What happened? Someone brought a banner in. It was the United Patriots front party. Oh, right-wing dickheads. But few of them decided that they'd make a statement, I guess, because they're playing Richmond and Hawley plays for Richmond. So, yeah, they brought the banner in. And i got to be honest, I love the responses to this. It's disgusting and it's indefensible and all this. And then you have the people who come in and say that the AFL shouldn't get political or blah, 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 blah. The AFL's not getting political by telling You're them you can't, you can't put a banner up showing everyone how racist you are. It's just... No. So they brought a banner to the football that said stop the mosques. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it said go prize on it or something. Too bad I wasn't there or fucking bash their heads in. Yeah. Let's move on to, once again, it was mentioned as NL's tears and it's Melbourne losing to Essendon and... How fucking shit are they? They lose to Essendon. Oh. No, I mean, you got to give credit to Essendon here. I mean, Joe Danaher played a fucking river of a game. Like, I went there. Don't give credit to Essendon, because... I'm just saying, no. you have to give that's, credit that's to Danaher. That's the one thing you good. never do. But Melbourne, just honestly, fucking poor ruse. Get your players not to be arrogant fucking shits when they've proven to be crap for a decade. Get them to play decent football. You're getting paid a million bucks, and you produce this shit. I mean, god damn, that's kind of piss off to the snow. How a team can possibly be full of themselves after winning by two points the week before only because the opposition were inaccurate. They didn't win because of any other reason. They won because GWS lost the game. They didn't win it. How you can turn up the next week and be so full of yourself that you pay no respect to your opposition is diabolical. You are an absolute pissant. To be fair, they were playing Essendon. That doesn't matter. You respect every opponent because they are there to play. And some of these players are playing for their careers to try and resurrect something that they want they have an actual want to be there That's if these true. Melbourne players don't want to be there fuck off you got to admit it's pretty funny it's not unexpected I predicted it last week I said it would happen but you don't listen when you're not on teach did you tip it yeah no shut up you know I didn't <laughs> You know I tipped it on my Monday tips. We only take teachers' Monday tips. Settle down. Why are you so fucking angry? Oh. <laughs> All right. I said that SNN would win because Melbourne do this, and I said that Jesse Hogan was petulant and had a bad attitude, and he was oh. a 10. Oh, yeah. Jeez. If you had a crack at him last week, have you got anything to add this week? Well, there's nothing to add. I said it last week, and Peter was like, no, he's beyond his years. He's mature. No, he's not. He was he worse is nothing this week. but a petulant flog. I mean, Jack Watson. Was better than him. Jack Watts was laying more physical pressure. No. Jack fucking Watts. Literally, they've, they've drunk some of the dirty bath water from down the road. They believe in their own hype, but they've actually made it. Guess what, Jesse? You're in your second year of playing football. 
goal, you're nothing, mate. You're nothing. And I don't care how many dollar signs Fremantle are offering you, you're not earning a dollar. Oh, I feel really sorry for Adele. No, he's probably going to kick seven goals next week on us now that he's going to cop it in the media. This is exactly what we need. He's, no, I mean, North's going to win the flag. I've told you. That doesn't mean they won't lose to Melbourne or Hogan won't kick seven, Teach. Stop picking them every year, Peach. I hate when teams have a bad loss right before they play us. Just yeah, I hate when teams have bad time. losses right before you play them. Yeah, fucking annoying. <laughs> just... But no, they were pathetic and they took Essendon lightly, which no one's going to do now. You just knew Essendon were going to get someone this year for taking them lightly. I just didn't think it was going to happen now oh, in such a way. they had to do it on the walk to the G game. Oh, like, no. oh, fucking... The Kool-Aid. They're going to start thinking they did nothing wrong again. They're marching in support of their club, which did wrong to their own club. I mean, who are they supporting? I mean, their club fucked themselves over. I mean, stop being delusional cunts. They're just condoning experimental drug use and doping I don't know how you can march to them. That's how Nazis start. Well, you can march to it because it will let you march for longer. No, they've convinced themselves that we are, we are the bad people who are attacking them. Yeah. You've got the wrong people here, guys. Like, it's not us. It's your club. Melbourne just ruined that for everybody. When you consider it, this was a bad week for Melbourne to go to fucking sleep and get arrogant and drink their bathwater, as Morg said. Oh, they were fucking hopeless. Really, when you're a club, when you haven't won two games in a row in the same season for six or seven years or whatever the fuck it is. Shit, is that right? Yes. 2000 Yeah, they've been rubbish for fucking years. They were shooting for two in a row in the same season for the first time in forever (laughs) and everyone was like, it's Essendon, it's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. You know, this is a big step for Melbourne and what what do they do? They fucking lose. They fuck it up. They lose what was considered unlosable at the start of the year. It was peak Melbourne, really. They really are a blight on the game sometimes, Melbourne. And the more things change, the more they stay the same. Richmond cough up sh- shitty fucking last minute heartbreakers. Melbourne are just pathetically not taking any steps forward. And if we're done on Melbourne, Fremantle still don't look like winning a flag anytime soon. <laughs> 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 More flags on the moon than Fremantle. Where <laughs> 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 fucking shit am I? How's Ross Lyon working out for you, Frio? We told you so. St Kilda, we fucking told you so. We said 2011, same shit, and it's happening, you fucking delusional cunts. Richmond, Brisbane, and Collingwood all gave coaching extensions to unproven dud coaches. And yet, worst off-season coaching extension goes to... Frio, Frio. Oh, and doesn't he just walk like a fucking packet? <laughs> Who cares how he walks except that he doesn't walk the walk after talking the talk because they scored 100 points. We're going to score 100 points. Yeah, it's all about scoring 100 points. Yes, they did. They got 100. Yes. But they still got beaten. They still got beaten by a Gold Coast Suns team that Gary Ablett did not play well for. Jeez. What a bunch of fucking potatoes they are. They got beaten by Jack Martin and Tom Lynch and... Aaron Hall. Aaron Hall, that's the one. Yeah. Aaron Hall will be on six Brownlow votes. Tell you what. 
the expansion teams, oh. they are really coming. Oh, they were expected to. If anything, the Suns are a year late. I yes. think it's not the players that you were told. No. So they were told about. Like Aaron Hall, he, he was never one of the ones that was talked up like the others. So I think it's good to see players like that developing. So where's all the big names like David Swallow and Prestia? You don't seem to hear much of those guys anymore. Well, Prestia played. David Swallow's gone to North. I want, yeah, he's too. <laughs> <laughs> Gokers look seriously impressive. I mean, Aren't they, just, they, they really, really look good. And so do GWS. I mean, my goodness, they're probably going to buy play finals. We'll come to the Giants a bit later, but it was pretty funny that, that you mentioned the expansion clubs that um, West Coast have won the title of last club standing yet to lose. So Frio don't even have that going for them. Oh, Frio. But it is a bit of a typical West Coast award because they do have a habit of skiing over teams in this recent era of the last five years. And the other thing about it is, what do we think about Ross Lyon? He's been in bigger holes than this before. Such as... <laughs> or maybe bigger financial holes. But mm. He walked into a prime St Kilda list, develops two players, Stephen and Armitage. Apart from that, fuck all. You could argue he didn't develop Stephen either. Yeah. Goes to Fremantle. Prime listed Freo. Who has he developed? Like Tendai Mazumbu and maybe Zach Wilson who keeps on following him because, you know, he probably sucks his dick or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's fucked. He's going to get sacked. But he signed till 2020. Well, like he oh, got well, the he'll, get contract. Paid, he'll get paid out and he'll keep the money. But he's fucked. You know, they are only 0-2, but geez, they could be 0-4 so damn easy. And kiss finals goodbye at that rate. Oh, they're fucked. They well, are completely fucked. And I don't think the team's gone 0-2 and made the finals for like 15 years or something I heard recently. So. It's 3% of all teams and I think Sydney and North and that's in the last 15 years. So Sydney and Carlton. Carlton only did it from ninth. So it's not looking good. They play the Derby next week. I'm pretty sure they like have Hawthorne or someone in round four. So, you know. Us. That's you. So I'm hoping they win the Derby and get a bit of a false sense of Where is it? Here. I don't think you're going to need them to win the Derby to beat them. But Hopefully. If we get them on the back of 0-3. They, they have no forward line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. How are they going to kick goals? I don't know. Get Pavlich on a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> he looks sadder by the week. Oh, he's fucked. He shouldn't have played on. No. We knew that last year. Nothing else on Frio and the Suns? We told you so, Frio. We told you so. So, Teach did mention the Giants, and they were pretty good, weren't they, Teach? Were you impressed by them? No, fuck them, cunts. <laughs> I mean, Mumford played. Yeah, Mumford ironed some guys out. Was there anything in that game in particular that caught your eye, Teach? No, I didn't watch her. You didn't after, watch the after, game. Oh, no, after poor. half time, I went out and walked the dogs. Oh. Oh, you are an absolute Nah, fuck them. They were shit. They weren't shit in the first half. Um, so does that mean they have to hand back their round one premiership? Or? Mm. Well, we didn't win the round one premiership. Well, that's what it seemed like. You fucking moron yeah, support. Acted oh, like you won the in round one. That was great when we beat Hawthorne. <laughs> oh, always, that's what the always been reduced to for them. Always loved beating Hawthorne, but you know, I could see that we weren't going to win. And half time, I just went fuck this, and I went out and walked the dogs. I still find it funny that Geelong have like twenty ruckmen, and all of them are shit. 
Every they're not shit. Smith's all right, but, but he's they are. Really. No, but, no, but it isn't Boyd's like they're, they're not intimidating. They're pathetic. They got taken to task by Mummy the Merc. Dangerfield yeah. cost them the game pretty much. You know, running too much. That was funny. Oh, yeah, they'd come from nowhere. Like they'd made plenty of other mistakes to that point. There was a police report from people looking for Dangerfield because he went missing. Yeah, I didn't see him at all in the third quarter when uh, the Giants put the six-goal lead up. Oh well, get fucked, you cunt! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even watch the third quarter. How can you say that? You went missing too, Teacher. <laughs> teacher or Dangerfield, who was the greater loss? The G-Squad lost their way. I'm not saying anything. Fuck off. That was Stevie J also kicked a few goals. That was yeah. quite funny. He even smart tackled the shit out of one of the young Geelong players. Yeah, Stevie J's chased. He's clearly taken that selfish thing on board and tried to be a bit more of a team player. Bad Geelong culture, man. Yeah, yeah well, fuck off. Concerning. <laughs> Yeah, the youth was concerning again as well. I just don't think they're very good, and I love that they think they are. It's fantastic. You're not as good as you think you are, guys. I agree <laughs> with you. I picked them to finish bottom six. I think they're a good, solid ninth, tenth team. Not much more. So, yeah, they're going to be one of those teams that's thereabouts, but never quite there anymore. Yeah, we're a bit shit this year. Let's go to the grand final replay. Not the grand final rematch, but the grand final replay, because, well, was there any fucking difference? Josh Gibson kicked the goal this time, but... Josh Ken- Kennedy and Jack Darling ironically showed up in this game, but the rest of the team didn't. Kennedy only gave one goal for the X's, though. Yeah, West Coast, they're crap. I just don't know how they turn up like that. It's just doing it again, the same fuck-ups. It's a bit hard to understand how bad the West Coast were, but, you know, you've got to hand it to Hawthorne. They were always a gun side, and they just took them down. They got a bit of usage out of their lesser lights, the young players that Penal talked about last week. That Sicily played well, three goals, despite looking like an alien. He's a good player, that guy. Yeah, but you can't imagine him getting a root after the game. I mean, he just looks too weird. Oh, Cameron Ling did. Yeah, but Cameron Ling lived in Geelong. Anyone's desperate to fuck a Geelong player in Geelong. But it's just really, really concerning on West Coast's part. And I loved the reaction afterwards, like the sky is falling in. Oh, didn't they just go bananas on the West Coast board? There was actually someone posted a thread, it's time to fuck off Matt Prittis. So they're back (laughs) on that. That's where they are. to retire. Some of them, not all of them, but some of them are back to its Prudis' fault again. Oh, unbelievable. But there is a serious problem with them on the MCG against Hawthorne. You know, that's twice they haven't showed up, and both times those games were close for a long time. Hawthorne couldn't put them away as shit as West Coast were. If they just bothered to be there for a half, the first half, they might actually win one, but they can't do it, and I don't know why. But it's like they get on a big ground and, you know, they see the big stadium and go, wow, this is way nicer than anything in WA, and they're just overawed by their surroundings or something. That new stadium can't come fast enough for them. Let's go to, well, the showdown and <laughs> talk about deflating on the big stage. The Puffers, Port Adelaide. Deppin found out. Ken Hinckley, his entire game plan is run around a lot, see what happens. It went then just passes to Wingard. Who does it, fuck all? Oh. <laughs> well, that's a bit harsh. Wingard's yeah, gone. Wingard would be your second best player. Port have no tactic and they just run around a lot. I think people are finally coming around on Port. I've been saying for a good year, year and a bit. Okay, Jose. (laughs) But they're just not that good. And, yeah, they had that one decent season where they were about as good as North. But since then, they've been proven to be pretenders. They've reverted. Well, they haven't gone back to how they were when they were complete shit. But people just keep expecting that at some point they're going to snap into it and fly up the ladder when it's just not going to happen. They're just not that good. They're really good forward at the centre, but their problem is they are shit defensively. And they covered it well with structure that's been found out since. And I have noted that 
so far this week. None of the Pufferfish supporters have bumped that bloody Jasper Pittard thread. So I'm guessing he must have been <laughs> woeful again. And it, it's the types of... There's Jasper Pittard and there's Impy plays down back and there's a couple of others who are uh, average AFL footballers who were made to look a bit better by the slingshot system that Ken Hinckley had where they've got all these talented players forward of the ball. You know, they have... And Westhoff as a midfielder is another one, but they had Wingard and they had Gray and they had... Um, even Monfries is pretty handy in that role of just being able to heartlet even with his kicking skills, getting up the ground fast, running back, kicking the goals, not quite over the back, but just quick ball movement. But their defense, when they actually press up hard, which seems to be the thing, the Crows just opened them up. And St Kilda did it the week before with about six out the back, six goals out the back. But anything else out of that game? Are the Puffers bad? Are the Crows good? Uh, I reckon Crows are going to be very good. I, I think it's a little bit of yeah, yeah, I reckon the Crows were uh, on the up. And, the Crows um, were good the week they, before yeah. and they were good again this week. And quite a shit. Yeah, they're, they're not shit. But they're, <laughs> they're um, are you saying they're a bit of a Geelong team in the ninth, 10th range? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. But the Crows, I think back to what I was saying about how Port used to move the ball. The Crows move the ball like that too, but they actually defensively sound. That's the difference, I guess, between the two. Speaking of a team who moved the ball quite well and... I'm quite... Northern Lights calls them the Newport Adelaide. The dogs smacked St Kilda and they've conceded um, less points than anyone. The dogs played shit out that game, but we somehow managed to match them. We could not kick a target. Our handballs were fucking pathetic. And if that's the effort they're doing, I want those players to be fucking punched in the head repeatedly. I mean, I can count on one hand the players who played well. That was McCartan, <laughs> Bruce, Noons, Sam Fisher. Everyone else. Oh, dogs are us. coming. Well, no wonder you're struggling because you you're not meant to kick your targets. You're meant to kick to your targets. <laughs> well, maybe they should nah, kick the bull- each other. The, the Bulldogs are coming. Oh, <laughs> and so are all of their supporters and all you bandwagoners. You're all coming everywhere. Give it a Premiership break. bandwagon, Teach. Jump on board. Get on, no, Teach. Not, dogs. No. Leave both alone. Get on this one with me, Teach. Toot, toot. My bandwagon is north. No, you know that. On your Teach. John Winning, I'm trying to save you, you dickhead. <laughs> oh, man. You are in for some fucking serious punishment tonight. Me? Oh, sounds good. <laughs> Back to the dogs. But seriously, if that's the effort they're doing for your captain's 300th game, yes. you can all fuck off. But fuck you didn't off. list Revolt amongst those players, so was his effort down? Yeah, Revolt just had a mech game, but he's allowed to have a bad game. He's been carrying him for like four or five years, and, and that's the effort they put in his 300th game. Just I double-team him. Every, every side double-teams him and stops him from taking uh, money. Marks. Yeah, but that means Josh Bruce is free, though, so which is handy for us. All right, well, just and McCartan got free. Not on this week's effort, but kudos to Rue for being a magnificent footballer, a magnificent person, and for reaching the milestone. One of my favourite players from an opposition side, so it's a shame that the players on his own team couldn't lift for him, but... He has been fantastic for football. Agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, love, I love him too. Yeah. I, you'd absolutely love to see somebody run around in jump the way that he has. He's yeah. been cool heart and everything like that. Yeah, everything. All right, let's life. move on. Fuck him. <laughs> 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 Sounds like not everyone was quite so sincere there. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 
<laughs> like one of the greatest footballs of all time. But yeah. Absolutely. Let's move on to North. North! Go North! <laughs> I don't know if there was a lot to take out of yeah. this game. It was a routine win in pretty hot conditions. I think it was about 31 up there, so yeah. that would have suited Brisbane more. But we got the job done. We didn't look great, but yeah, it was one of those games where you sort of you go in, you get the win, you throw away the tape and just bank the four points. So we got out of it pretty well. And oh, Iron Weight kicked five goals again. So. Yeah, I was going to say potential played well, didn't he? That was yeah. like the only thing to take out of the game. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Wilson. Wilson. Oh, and, and another exer. Mm, yeah, he, he he carried the exes to the win yeah. this week. And he, well, he did. 20 and 5 too, so he was doing it all. 20 and 5. You decarlsoned <laughs> him. He's reached his potential. Yeah. He's not even the tension anymore. He has arrived. Yeah, he got there. It took us to get him there, but he got... And I heard Cookie mention Daniel Wells as well. He's um, he's going to be like a new recruit this year. He's um, hasn't played for a year, and he's just slotted in there beautifully. And Well, he is 31, so he basically is a new recruit at North. Well, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like he'll get, help Higgins get off the leash and Del Sano and players like that, so that can only be good. Go, Kangas. Kangas yeah. going to win the flag. Good on your attention. Has anyone seen those new Fox footy ads where they ask the coaches about can you find the games in the footy record that don't matter? They've only been running it for the weekends and the coaches all laugh and say they all matter. Yeah. I think this was the first one of the season that didn't matter. <laughs> like, it was... <laughs> like, we managed to get something out of that to discuss, but if, apart from that, fuck all happened in this game. Uh, it was basically Jared White and that was it. I think a lot of Brisbane's games aren't going to matter by the time the year is out. I just... You reckon? <laughs> They're not going to matter at all. I wasn't saying it was some bold insight. I think it was pretty clear. But yeah, Brisbane seemed to be the team that are going to play the most games that don't matter this year. So what happens when your whole club doesn't it even matter but now because I paid to the guys down the road? But, but, but I, I did notice something. I'm pretty sure if Brisbane was a Melbourne team, they would have some of the most dislikable players going around. Like some of the little cunts like Rockcliffe and fucking they're whippy and they're scraggy and they're like who the fuck are, and some of them I don't even remember their names they're trying to give niggle and they're like who the fuck are so you they're basically like Melbourne players then. yes they are a pack of cunts let's <laughs> face and, and, and I never noticed this they don't even yeah. fucking belong in this game the, the only reason I noticed is because we were playing them because I don't watch a lot of Brisbane games as not many people would I'm guessing but like that's why I say if they were a Melbourne club fuck me would people Jeez, we're putting the boots into Brisbane, aren't we? I guess that happens when you're at the wrong end of the ladder. Although, they are at the top end of a different ladder, but we'll come to that later. Top end of the quad ladder. <laughs> the last game of the round, Cole's cruised past Carlton. Not a whole lot out of this game. Cruised past Carlton? They kicked their fucking heads in. Yeah. Well, literally too, because, and I think this is the most pointed thing about Brendan Bolton taking over Carlton, is that when was the last time you heard Carlton being in a melee? Oh, 20 years ago. Probably on the rat. It's probably the 90s, yeah. Like, this is the thing. Bolton's actually brought some unsociable football to them, and it was till he started the fight. An Irishman. Took an Irishman to start the fight. Yeah. No, but Sydney looked very good, though. Mm, but Carlton were pretty shit. But that was all I took out of this game. They actually seemed to have a bit more fight than they've had for quite some time. Certainly more fight than under Malthouse. Luke Parker, again, jet. Buddy played pretty well. Tippett, you know, he better save his good games for someone who matters, though. Not Carlton. Let's move <laughs> yeah. on if we got nothing. 
nothing else. We'll start with drugs. I don't have any. What about Viagra? Oh, yeah, got some of that. <laughs> we discussed Essendon before and, you know, the fans not realising and all that shit. And Brent Prismore was interviewed over the weekend. And I'm really enjoying how now that the suspensions have come through and there's a bit of distance opening up, the cracks are appearing and now the whacks are coming and people are taking their shots. And Prismore gave Essendon a big whack over what they were given. I had the interview. Good interview. He's had more support at the Dogs than at Essendon, bearing in mind the Dogs um, only get about 15k to games. <laughs> Thank you for the sympathy laugh. It wasn't that good a joke. Oh, I didn't know. The joke, I thought you were being serious because it's true. Well, no, because by support he meant that, that club looking Yeah, I know, him, but that, that's kind of his job. Yeah. He is the welfare manager, so it's funny that they've had yeah. to put the support. He, yeah, that's true. It's, he has to look after Cramery. He looks after Cramery better than Essendon. <laughs> yeah. It was funny to see how, like, Dyson Heppel the other week danced around a question about what he felt about Heard, and now Prismal's kind of come out and said, bam, Heard would have known. I think it's a lot harder for the players who are still employed by the club to tee off on them, whereas Prismal's far enough removed now that, it, like, he can say what he feels on the issue. Then why the fuck will Spike not shut up? That's because he's a wanker. He's, he is. I think because Spike put his flag in the ground pretty early and he can't really move away from that. Plus yeah. the fact that Spike's a cunt. He is. Actually, on Spike, did anyone catch that April Fool's thing? Yeah. yeah. I was just really waiting for in that April Fool's thing when he was talking about how it's like we've discussed off air that I'm not going to answer any questions about Jared. I was so waiting for him to drop a, you know, were you asleep in the meeting or something? Just something. He's an asshole. He's a complete asshole. My favourite part of the bands was that he can't work at the Giants. But I think that's a sad part of um for Prismal. No, but so. that couldn't have happened to a nicer yeah. bloke. Get tapped on the shoulder, mate. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yes, exactly. But as Morgs is saying, on the flip side, it's unfortunate for Prismal, yeah, who has a much different role as well. It's not even a specifically on-field role. Yeah, he's got. He doesn't have an on-field role, and yeah, I don't. He's not the kind of person that deserves that tap on the shoulder, which he didn't get because he still worked there for another two weeks afterwards. He's had a pretty bad run with the injuries and everything, and it's only fair he gets to tee off over those people. He really because, does. Yeah. You know what? Good Werribee bloke. Anything else on Prismal going whack? No, deserve more play. Essendon's to quote Jake Carlisle, that club is fucked. The rumblings are starting and the avalanche will come later, I think. Let's stay on the drugs and hair tests came into a second week. Collingwood got a little bit petulant, a little bit childish this no, week. No, we didn't. We did, was right. We did exactly what I would do. I'm not talking to you anymore. Not even <laughs> Essendon did that over the people writing no. nasty articles about No, hair. I'm not talking to you anymore. Packed up your mics and your backboard and went home. Well, we don't need the Herald Sun. The Herald Sun need us, so fuck off. I'm very surprised that only 11 players from any club was tested positive because it would have been more it certainly would have been more well not all clubs only had 11 and we'll come to point <laughs> two of hair tests Hawthorne are top of both ladders they're the reigning premiers and they're the reigning injunction jam with 21 yeah but you know there's guys they know how to dodge the tests so if you got 11 or 12, there's probably more than 20, really. There is more than 20 at Hawthorne. <laughs> it's Luke Hodge dragging along all the youth to his hedonistic parties. This is my theory on this, actually, is that why was Collingwood chosen? Probably because there are big names on the Collingwood one, like probably Swanee and a couple of other really big superstars, whereas they consulted the Hawthorne list and they went, there's Luke Hodge and well, here's some young VFL player, young VFL player, young VFL player, young VFL player. And it's just a whole bunch of impressionable, vulnerable young is that good bloke has gone and went astray and that's why there's no story about Hawthorne because it's just Hodgie and future Dale Garlitz well, they know Luke that, Hodge 
they didn't have quick, they don't have quick Hawthornard to launch an injunction, so they didn't want to name them. There'd be no mm. point to be allowed to talk <laughs> about it again. And maybe because mm. some of the players listed are also accused rapists, so they can't talk about them either. Whatever happened to that? Oh, what? Don't say that. What? They've been accused of rape. That happened. There's three. Two and a third investigator. I'm not shredding any new news here or making anything up. They have two accused rapists on their list. Mm. Okay. No? Yeah, I'll Teach. go with that. Did you yeah. turn off the news in the off-season? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. I will not say anything else. <laughs> Whilst we're talking about the drug ladder and the only other thing to add, I guess, is so Collingwood a third on the ladder and Hawthorne a first. Who was second again? Morgs, do you know who was second? I think it might have been Brisbane. It might have been Brisbane, oh, no. guys. Hashtag it like- where you- Must be some pretty shit drugs in Brisbane because they're always angry all the fucking time. No, I think just- they'll probably want to come down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Dane Beams doing the wall. It's why you know he's what? at the moment. Old quad strikes himself. He's got him on the gear. That's probably the other reason Brisbane weren't chosen is because apart from Beams, no one knows who any of them are. Seriously, <laughs> like, we discuss this and troll purposes aside, you know, it's a good troll and all that to take the piss out of the injunction. But I think we're basically all in agreement that it's a pretty much a who gives a fuck issue. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. That being said, if Brisbane is second on that list, like, you know, Hawthorne a first, but obviously they party hard, they play hard. It worked for West Coast. But if Brisbane are second on that list, you know, that does sort of reflect the culture there. You could actually read into that and more partly why that culture is so broken. But that culture was broken before the person who contributed to those quad amount of... Well, maybe he was already walking into an environment that was conducive to that. It's not like he walked away from one that had it. <laughs> like... So, what are we saying? That they're a bunch of drug fuck kids. Yeah. We're saying that that club is a rabble. And none of their games matter. Well, Dane yeah. Hang on, let's have a look at the players that are there. They've got Dane Beams, they've got the rubbish bin, who, if you've seen that video, was off his chops. They've got, who else? <laughs> Christensen, Zorko, oh, me. they are partying hard. Bruce Vegas, indeed. Bruce Vegas. Fuck him, let's move on. Yes, and back to Hawthorne, and probably the funniest story of the week. Hawthorne and the Pokies licenses. They didn't get an injunction on this one. But all they did, they just forgot to renew their license. That's all. They took advice from Bombers for Life and just said, well, what are they going to do? We'll just still run the pokies. We won't renew the license. How are they going to stop us? They need the pokies because they need the money. You'd think they'd make enough money selling their souls to Tasmania, but apparently not. They haven't made enough money selling, like, 64 different jumpers and adding all these new colours to their uniforms (laughs) so they can sell more merchandise. It'll be interesting to see if they take an anti-pokie stance now that they've lost them. Like... (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. They won't do that. No, they won't do that. I can't wait for the rewriting of history on that, just on that subject. That is such a fucking Hawthorne thing to do. It's the family club, man. It'll be like, we've decided that this is not how we want to be as a club, and I'll say something like that and just (laughs) take a high moral stance on it. (laughs) Funny thing is, it's the Vegas Way Gardens, so it's like, it's happening right on the club's door. (laughs) They've done this. It's like, it just makes me think it's like there's, you know, maybe they've got some secret tunnel leading out of Waverley Gardens under the freeway (laughs) over to... Fucking VFL Park, you know, to pump their dirty money through, like a Mexican drug tunnel. <laughs> money through. Do we have anything else on that? It's a pretty big fuck-up to make. It really is. No matter how much premierships you win, every club is still capable of doing bone-headed fuck-ups. Every club. You're right. $16 million those pokies are worth to them. Also, merger imminent for Hawthorne? It happens in every street. Every yeah, business and I fuck, I fuck dot their 
their eyes and cross their T's and shit like that. But fuck Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Next talking point. Did anyone catch the Puffers oh, no. uh, trying oh. to expand their fan base? They saw the Crows' 600,000 members. They thought, fuck, how do we top that? And well, now they're going to broadcast the highlights package into China. Half an hour a week of a Port Adelaide TV show with highlights. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I've been to China eight times, and I've got to tell you, they couldn't give a fat rat's ass about AFL. I'm guessing this will be on at 3 a.m. on a Wednesday night or something, you know, for half an hour, you know, and the Puffers are going to write a story about it. And, you know, how good are we? This is so very poor, aren't they? Yeah, it's just another publicity, attention whoring thing that they do to try to gain relevance. Like they try with yeah. uh, Never Tear Us Apart. They've got all the pre-taped Ken Hinckley and pre-game speeches that they always do. They're just trying to fucking gain attention and it's like, it just comes off so plastic Port and Ad- fake. Yeah. Port Adelaide are as plastic as an American newsreader's tits. <laughs> you could have just said as a tarp, plastic as a tarp. tarp. But when you mention it like that, if they were branching into Asia, I'm amazed they targeted China and not Japan because there's the Pokemon angle and there's the puffer fishing. But no, I think this is just another port fuck up in that they've got their geography wrong. They studied geography the same way they studied maths and thought that they've been around for 140 years when really it's only 20. But oh. Robo School of Counting, as Morgs calls it, I don't know what they're trying to do. Whether they're going. Whether they don't know what they're trying to do, they're throwing fucking darts yeah. at the board. Whether they're going yeah. into Hong Kong or Shanghai, they're fucked. They're, they're not going to get anything. All right, I'm reading an article by Rooch about this crap. So they took their Aboriginal Academy to China last year and they've brought a Chinese player to Alberton on an international scholarship. And so this is the next phase of their China strategy. Oh, what the fuck? So it's like an exchange. Yeah. They're getting Chinese players in. Probably one called fucking shit or can't kick. I want to see Yao Ming play at centre-half back. Until that happens, I don't give a fuck about this crap. What a bunch of dickheads. What are they doing? So uh, it'll be shown 25, like, it'll be over 25 weeks. The Winners Doll program will be shown in prime time on in, on Saturday or Sunday on a major Chinese television network. Apparently, it's going to build a bridge for their club to China. I hope there is a bridge to China, and they all fucking walk across it. Wait, wait. <laughs> How long? How long do you think it'll be till Port Adelaide, being the money-grubbing shits that they are, bring out a red Chinese Guernsey? How long until Adelaide cruise to China? That's what I want to know. <laughs> they'll go to India. That's how it'll work. This it will cost more to operate than what they'll get out of it. It'll be just no, a... Well, and they can't afford to They're searching for opportunities to play games there, but that's tougher than they first thought. Duh. And they're sponsoring the South China AFL League and the Guangzhou AFL League and Team China. <laughs> oh, God. What a farce. <laughs> Why don't you just win games of football, you shit cunts? Just win. (laughs) Let's move on to the questions. And we have a few from last week. We'll go with the first one. Kangaroos Forever has got two. He wants to know, will Richmond and Frio make the final? So quick, quick answers on these. Yes and no from me. Yes for Kangaroos. No for Fremantle. No. No, it was Richmond and Frio. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, No no for both. You just can't get North off your mind. Yes Yes for Richmond, Richmond. no for no to Fremantle. I'll say they'll both just squeeze it. It's early days. You've got to call the Jets a bit. Oh. They'll be 7th and 8th, probably. 
You're a dickhead. They're not gonna. Neither of them are gonna make it. <laughs> All right, they'll be. They both fucked. <laughs> On the Adelaide Advertiser website, Boke says, oh, "Not brave enough." <laughs> one I'd seen a sixty-six wants to know, and he said, "Ask this one to me. Did I get a discount?" On my microwave, it's just like everyone seems to think that we buy these new. It's just like you don't want to be rushing to the store when all the other Richmond supporters are going. We use the same microwave, people. Yeah, and I have like the membership. So the microwaves last a while. <laughs> and I have a question actually that I want to ask, and I just want to pose this to people. So Wayne Campbell is moving to the Giants to take on a football role, and he's left the umpiring department, and he's actually left him in pretty good shape relative to Geishan. I just want to know who do we think would be the ideal candidate to replace Wayne Campbell. Campbell is head of the umpires. Plugger 35. <laughs> See, this is where we need Penal to say Stevic. I think you're on the right track there, Cookie, but I think we need someone with a little bit of experience actually umpiring. Suze. Yes, and Plugger, and I think you've got to go with Suze in that count. 600 games goal umpiring. Still doesn't know the rules, but I don't think that's going to matter because she has a vision. I'm the umpire to ever break an arm. <laughs> serious answer, Luke Ball. Not serious actually, answer. Actually, I, I could do it. I could actually do it. Yeah? You want to run the umpiring teach? Yeah. What would be your first change, your first act as head of the umpires? I'd probably change the head high. <laughs> <laughs> what, more free kicks for Selwood or less? Uh, more. Because <laughs> you know that Geelong are losing the uh, free yeah. differential by 30 months and are last. So Shut up, bitch. I'm trying to help you, you fuck. So this is why, because Selwood didn't play. <laughs> Selwood didn't play last week. That's why you're losing the free kick differential. Well, because you're losing the free kick yeah. differential, Selwood's not playing well. Mm, yeah, well, that's I'd... exactly right. They changed the rule and they bombarded. Last year, didn't it? Started ducking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd fucking change that. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, maybe Nathan Burke would be a good option. I mean, knows the rules. Luke Ball. Hard player. Luke Ball will get. Yes, it. yes, agreed. Nathan Burke, great player. <laughs> a guy that wore a helmet's not going <laughs> to induct you, Henry. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. No one else has an answer. NL's been quiet. He's the only one who hasn't given one. Like Boomer, maybe? Oh, yeah, Boomer, Boomer, Boomer would need to retire. <laughs> 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 Boomer would apply while playing. That's okay, I can do both. Free kick to me. Lindsay Thomas. <laughs> yeah, probably Lindsay Thomas. And then he'll just reverse all the rules that he was Lindsay Thomas? For. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> Set the game back to how it was before I started making rules around him, so. Oh, fucking. I thought he was going with the diving thing, but no, he's going to the slide rule. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah, what a fuck <laughs> hole. Uh, let's go to this week on the bay. Three of the week. I think there's a few to choose from here. And one of the nominations I think has been referenced earlier on. So let's get that out of the way. Cookie, you want to do a morgues? Yeah, I'll nominate my own Fred. Things with more flash than Fremantle. I'm going Cookie's Fred. Yeah. I have to nominate. I can't not nominate it. A call for from the Bay Round 2. S Injection versus Melbourne at the MCG. As I said in the thread, it's the natural sequel to Should Port Power Embarrass the Gold Coast the same way we embarrass Camry Crows. you got to love an epic backfire that's so, so fucking confident. Striker really thought they were going to win. And, you know, the odds were stacked heavily in his favour when he made that thread. Now it's backfired and quite spectacular. So that's my nom. Ross Lyon, Freddigan. Deserves another honourable mention. Fog at the week time, if I think Cook probably won it on voting. Oh, yeah. Got to give to him. Is it agreed, Morgs and Anna? Or? Yes, yes, yes. Cookie wins Thread of the Week. You and Cookie's looking after each other at Thread of the Week time. I'm, I'm not <laughs> liking this. Um... 
<laughs> got to give a reach around to my friend. Yeah, the reach rounds. There we go. They're waxing. I've got a follow of the week nomination. Chief, I know you might be listening. I haven't Ooh. got it. <laughs> my flog of the week is Chief for an absolute stinker of a thread that was moved to the bay. It was shit. It wasn't funny. It had no good content in it, and it was just junk, and he deserves a whack, and I've got no tears for you, Chief. Don't go the shit on because he's a friend of... I don't, I don't care. And he had a whack in the thread, so if yes. you read it, you'd know. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, he said that you were getting beaten by a woman again. Well, you kind of did. No, I, 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 got, I got... I have other reach around on this. I want to nominate Rin Perrin, who has been heavy after Bosk this week over the near Welch that we had Bosk uh, flog of the week last week, which is funny considering Reg basically did the same thing last prelim final, but cried a lot more over it. And he's crying all over Pluggers' threads, the Ross Lyon ones. He's just getting, getting generally pretty angry. And... That's... A lot of Freo supporters as well. I mean, my... I know. Be the, he seems to be the saltiest of them all. Oscar late nomination as well. John Hart Jr. Oh, good old D1. Fuck the punch name is. Yes, Cookie. Yes. I'm with 100%. Stop being insecure about your little shit club and its tin pot leagues, which joined the big boy league, which has remained the same since the 1800s. Now, fuck off and shut up. Yes. Take your North Island premierships and fuck off. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm backing him up. I like him. Uh, well, I'm going to agree with you now that you but he tries to stink up the puffer fish poor to say the darndest sing thread. Fucking kept talking about Rashudo trying to have sex with dogs, and that's how he got the parvovirus, and tried to do that into a shit. Oh, really? As well. So that's an extra cherry on top of... Yeah, he, he did. It's all in a divvy van. You can find it in there because it's gone. Oh, well, there. fuck him then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to nominate him for trying to turn a Darndest Things thread into a Torsh fight. Don't fuck the Darndest threads. And your franchise is 20 and you only have one flag. Congratulations to all of you who didn't give Morgs to reach around on her flog of the week this time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. I was sticking up for you, Teach, you fucking goose. But Teach was so fickle there. He went, he jumped one to the other. To, mm. But it's so easy. Like, as long as you can just give him a little bit, then he'll mm. change sides every time. Morgz is my um, internet daughter, so I <laughs> well, look after her. Last week's poll, and, you know, it's, this is a bit awkward because NL's hit, but uh, the question was, who killed NL? Uh, 0% said Morgz in the basement with the gym equipment. 16.7% said Morgz in the bathroom with the bathwater. 25% said Morgz in the dungeon with the mystic dildo. 25% also said Patrick Dangerfield on the Crow's cruise with his violent temper. And the winner with 33.3% was Jack Watts in Travis's darkroom Boomer's spunk drink. Next week's games, Puffers for Sesson on the Friday night. The game's all of a sudden a lot more interesting than it probably appeared, you know, this time last week. Does anyone give Essendon a chance? Does anyone think Essendon win this one? No, no mm. way at all. No, puffers, puffers, puffers will be too. Yeah, I'm on the Puffers. Puffers. Yeah, Puffers. Yeah, Bring yeah. my tips in as we do them so I don't fuck it up again. St Kilda versus <laughs> Collingwood at the MCG. Does anyone give St Kilda a chance? No. This is a big game. I reckon Saints are going to win this. You're a fucking... No. Now that Teach said that, I'm going Collingwood. The Saints will need directions on how to find their way to the MCG because they haven't been there since fucking 2010. Yeah, Collingwood. St Kilda's coming off the big loss. We have mentioned team big losses, but I don't think it's going to make a difference. They weren't. They're just playing trash football. Yep, St Kilda! Richmond versus the Crows. And now I must point out, this is Eddie Hadware. The Crows have an exceptional record. Oh, big game. Crows. Uh, Richmond. Richmond have 
less chance of Trent going missing. Um, but then again, we found out what happened when he doesn't go missing. So, Adelaide. Robots just, I reckon that would be a bit better than this for the day. Look, we have to be fucking better than this. There was fucking bullshit on Friday. If they don't come out and win this, we're fucked, basically. I think we'll win this because generally, after the microwave game, we generally do win. I think you've gone too early. This is the microwave game. <laughs> <laughs> like last week, I've told you, you all went too early when you were sacking Buckley. You've gone too early. The microwave game is yet to come. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Richmond will win. In a sneakily close game, the Battle of the Bridges, Colas versus the Giants. Oh, it's at the SEG. It'll be closer than what everyone expects, and Western Sydney will pull up a good fight, but Sydney just have a bit more quality, so Sydney. Sydney have streets more quality. Sydney. I think Sydney are a tough enough opponent for the Giants to actually pull their finger out and take this one properly, which they haven't done probably the last two weeks, apart from patches against the Cat, but nah, the Swans form line's just too imp- This is the first time that GWS will play a team that's going to make the eight, so they might pull their finger out. Yeah, like, they actually might lift for this game, but Sydney's form lines, I know they've only played, they played Collingwood in round one, and, you know, round one games are a bit of a false form line, Carlton the shit, but Sydney's imposing, all players are playing well. I've got to tip the Colas, but I would not be surprised. Sydney by a fucking mile. Easily. 100 points. 100 points? Sydney. Yes, easy. They didn't beat Carlton by that much. Well, who gives a fuck? An hour ago, you said the expansion teams were coming. Nah, it's not the point. fucking smashed it, and Sydney are going to win. Fucking fickle. So fickle. If you were listening to this, listen to Morgs, not teach. <laughs> listen to Morgs. Oh, reach around everywhere. My predictions this year have been on point, dickhead. Who am I getting the rich man from? You're not. No, no, no. Morgs and Cookie, like a couple of Hawthorne supporters here. Just getting <laughs> all in each other's goo. Did NL tip that game? Yeah, I'd love them to fuck it up, but no, I don't think they will. Carlton versus Suns. Does anyone give Carlton a chance up north? Like, the Suns have no. been decent. Carlton! Carlton the fuck! <laughs> well, I guess that's all that need to be said. Teach says they're fucked, so Gold Coast for me. Yeah, Gold, Gold Coast, Coast by a fucking mile. Gold Coast, Aaron Hall to take his Brownlow to nine votes. And to <laughs> I'm going to go with Carlton in an upset. Oh. You fucking dickhead! You're <laughs> <laughs> so contrary, it gives me the shit. No, they've played well, but I don't know if they're ready to win three in a row. Or... I actually can legitimately see where he's coming from in the sense that have the Suns arrived yet, or are they still not quite in the Melbourne category, but are they good yeah. enough to actually beat a good team and then not drop for the team that they really should yeah. beat the next week? And these are the games yeah. they lost two years ago when they were decent. And I'm always wary when a coach uses the coming of age line. I remember Brad Scott used that line a few years ago when, when, when we beat Geelong and then the next week we lost to Gold Coast or some shit team. And Was this when your list was somewhat young? This was 15 years ago when these players came of age. So if he's gone coming of age, we just got to be careful. I think they might just have a little speed up. North are coming. But North are coming. He was using them as an example. They're not the tip. Oh, God. Oh, we can talk about North if you want to. Well, okay. We'll come back to the Derby. We'll go to North versus Melbourne down at Blundstone. Northern Lights predicted this is a danger game. I don't see it. Oh, no. Fuck that. North are going to absolutely smash North are right down in Tassie, too. I think they've only lost one of about six or eight or whatever it is that they've played down there. Yeah. North to win. North to have a better list. Sneaky and dirty and annoying. Yeah, and everyone will melt about it. And he'll drink spark. Nah, yeah, don't, don't be a bitch about it. Jesus. Yeah, up, bitch. They're going to be friend zero. <laughs> and they deserve to be. I took yeah. him for the flag, you dickhead. Go away. Yeah. North, North, North. The Derby is usually a good game, but. Let's go by 60 points. Yeah, and Friota score 100. <laughs> 
It'll be perfect skiing conditions for Josh Kennedy, so West Coast by a yeah. fuck ton. I'm, I'm picking the Brisbane Lions West Coast scoreline where West Coast concede 100 and Frio score 100 and West Coast still win by a lot. That's how bad Frio's defence is now. Yeah, West Coast, easy. Uh, I'm going to tip Frio. Um... <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my God. Get it an upset. Not even penals is contrary. Because <laughs> they've been under pressure all week. They're still copping it. And it's the Derby, so it's their grand final. They've got the whole <laughs> These are the only flags they've got. Well, it's not a flag, but, you know, because of the moon thing. But Yeah, exactly. This is it for them. This is the be-all and end-all as far as Freo are concerned. So they'll, for this, and then choke next week when they play north. Well, they're going to choke this week, and they're going to choke next week. Well, it's not choke when you're so, not favoured, really. Oh, not, uh, no, yeah, choke. Well, they're, they're fucked. West Coast will Lion's going to find himself in a really big hole this week, and that's not going to be Cockburn. Moving on to probably the game of the round, but... Bathwater versus Goo in the battle of the supporters' choice of drink. Hawks. Oh, wow. I will say this. Western Bulldogs tend to play fast like Port Adelaide is what Al thinks, and he's correct. Hawthorne struggled with Port Adelaide last year in teams who can play pace. Old so and slow. If Hawthorne can control the pace of the game, they win. If they don't, Dogs will win. So I'm going to go probably Hawthorne just. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Hawthorne just. But, yeah, the Bulldogs could pull a sneaky. They really could. Good. It's not really sneaky if it's all you fucking hear about. <laughs> I'm tipping the dogs. Stop hanging shit uh, on me, bitch. Look who's trying to tear them down with the contrary. Yeah. Contrary. They, they yeah. somehow yeah. managed to make the finals and play seven games at their home ground in the first seven games. That's Talk about right. fucking spoon-fed. How did they first seven games at that, Oh, because an... they've literally sucked off half of AFL house. <laughs> How would you be privy to knowing that they literally have? How do you know that information? Well, someone's had to do the other half. <laughs> you are very... You are just not behaved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't realise we all had to be behaved. No, you, you are my internet daughter. And so... I'm being just, held to a higher set of standards than everyone else. It's put on a fair. pedestal again. Stop putting me on the pedal stool. Yeah, hey, you're not very well behaved. What, what Teach, you can't say you're not behaved when you call someone a bitch and shut off cunt all the time. Thank you, Cookie. You shut up, Cookie, you fucking arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> so well behaved. Cookie's not well behaved at all. No, fucking arsehole. Bulldogs for me. Boyd to kick a bag on Clanger Makers. So how come you can tip the Bulldogs and it's okay and I tip them and it's all wank wank? Contrary. <laughs> because I don't talk about them and their bathwater and how much they shit me all the time. Sorry, I only get to choose between two sides and I think one of them will win and unfortunately it's the dogs. Ugh, doesn't make me happy. Cats first Brisbane in the battle of the shit drug cultures. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be beat Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, they will. Yeah. They'll beat Brisbane just to, you know, get them back on track for their flag that they're not going to be in the finals to win. Yes. Premiership hangover to continue Brian's. <laughs> Oh, fuck off, you can't. I think Geelong will not be very well behaved and will lose to Brisbane. <laughs> Listen to you all, you fucking oh. asshole. Oh, yeah, and we're going to look really smart when they beat your asses. Yeah, I know. Geelong. Yeah, I think it'll be a shit game, but Geelong will sneak. There I think go. that if they yeah. did testing afterwards, there'd be for quite a few that get some strikes. My daughter and my son-in-law agree with me. Oh, happy. <laughs> oh, well, jeez. Welcome to the family, Anel. <laughs> <laughs>
This is just so weird. This one very big, happy, fucked up Flogcast family here. Flogcast very much. Because don't forget Morgs, your mother peel. I miss mummy. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus, that is fuck up. And that's as good a note as any to end on. This was the Flogcast for round three. Starburns, joined by Cookson. This family's going to need therapy. <laughs> Teach. Farewell. Northern Line. And more. Daddy didn't love me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week.